Hello, my name is Anne DeSantis. I'm the director for the St. Raymond Anatas Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith. I want to tell you what's been going on with us since we've been in existence in 2015. The Mercedarian Friars came together and decided that they wanted to start a foundation to make outreach to families in crisis. And that's exactly what they did when the St. Raymond Anatas Foundation came into existence as a nonprofit, 501c3, headquartered in Philadelphia. Since that time, I became the director in the beginning of 2018, and we basically have four facets to what we do. We offer prayer, priestly consultations, podcasts and videos, and also programs and events. Now, if you've never been to our website, just to, in to invite you to go to nonatis.org and check out all the great things that we've been doing. Because since that time, since we've been in existence, we've now helped hundreds of families who are going through really challenging times. And as you all know, we went through a really challenging time in 2020. So I'd just like to invite you to go and check out the great things that we're doing. And there's more to come. If you or your church community would like us to come and do some type of an event where we can talk about what we offer in terms of that pastoral accompaniment and making outreach to families in crisis, please do reach out to us. And I'm just so grateful to be able to serve, be able to serve people like you and your families. So again, learn about us at nonatis.org. Thank you. Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Ministry present Journeys in Faith. Now, here's Andy Santis. Good evening. Welcome to Journeys in Faith here on Fiat Ministry Network. This is Andy Santis. Great to be back with you again this Friday for another wonderful guest that I have with you. I have Catholic singer-songwriter John Angotti coming to us from Nashville. John, thank you so much for joining me on Journeys in Faith. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's great to be with you too. And you were also just a guest as well with Patchwork Heart Ministry on my podcast with Bill Snyder, Sewing Hope. And just want to invite people to check that out too at Patchwork Heart Ministry on YouTube. Uh, John, let's just start out with your faith journey. I know you share that with us on the podcast. Um, we would just love for this audience to get to know you um, a bit better. Okay. Well, uh, I'm from uh, West Virginia. I grew up in, in Clarksburg, West Virginia. Went to West Virginia University. 
spent uh, four, actually four years in the seminary as well uh, to get started. That's how I kind of got started in the music was my mother was a musician, made us all take piano lessons, hated it, hated it, hated it. But um, eventually she could see that there was a gift in me. So she was like, you know, you need, you need to get in there and practice your piano, she would tell me kind of thing. Anyway, she was the church organist too. So, uh, and I'm one of four adopted children. So, you know, starting early, I started early in, in church music uh, just because of how I grew up. And um, it wasn't really what I wanted to do after I got out of high school and out of college and stuff. And, um, but the Lord keeps calling you. And I'll never forget that I was in, uh, uh, I was in the, the Navy band and I went to uh, the church down there because my mother called me on the phone and said, you got to go to mass today. I said, <laughs> I'm 23 years old. She says, you need to be thankful for the gifts in your life. So I go down to the church and the music wasn't very good at all. So I went and volunteered and said, hey, you need some help. And they were like, yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, for me, when I, I found when people could pray better, you know, the, it wasn't so much, you know, everybody said, oh, you sound great and all those kind of things. But getting involved in the church music is because, you know, people would say, you know, I encountered God or this made me feel better, you know, or help me pray more. And um, I think as, as an artist who works inside the Catholic Church, uh, you know, I think that's key and important to always stay focused on the mission and, and be tied to the mission. And um, so that's how I kind of got, got started and played in rock bands, worked in the business world. I have a marketing degree, uh, then went to music school and um then went to Catholic Theological Union after I started working. Uh, you know, people asked me to come to their parishes and do concerts or workshops. I didn't know what I was talking about. All I had was my own personal experience. So I knew I needed more. So I went on the theological journey at Catholic Theological Union and I got a master's in pastoral studies. And that thing just uh, totally opened my mind to what I totally didn't know. And so adding that with the music helped me to develop my own faith journey and to, to look on the inside and uh, really see how, how God uses each and every one of us and works through each and every one of us, uh, you know, to, to create a beautiful world, you know, through mercy, kindness, compassion. And um, so that's kind of uh, pretty much in and the gist of how I got started and uh, what I do with the music on this faith journey. Yeah, I... I really love what you're doing. I love your music. I just encourage people to check out your website because you're combining your gifts. Like you hear that term gifts and talents a lot um, in the church. You're using those gifts and talents to bring faith, right? To bring Jesus Christ and, and really ministering to people, especially, you know, what we've all been through over these last couple of years. I think uh, work like yours and the work that you're doing to bring people to faith and to the church is just really monumental. So I thank you. I want to mention uh, also, or talk about your bio. I didn't get to read that at the beginning. Um, but if you go to John's website at John and Gotti music, uh, John and Gotti is a full-time music missionary who travels throughout many parts of the world, providing inspirational music and faith witness to all ages through concerts, workshops, retreats, missions, conferences and worship. He's originally from Clarksburg, as you said, West Virginia, and now resides in Nashville, Tennessee. He is a graduate of West Virginia University and the U.S. Mil Military School of Music, where he was a member 
of the U.S. Navy Band as lead vocalist. John received his master's, as you just talked about, uh, from the, uh, the, the Catholic Theological Union in Chicago in 2013. Uh, what experiences you've had, my goodness, uh, combining also the study of the faith and then using those talents. Um, what was it like on your early journey? Because I know that, you know, you've been on this journey a while in, in music and working in Catholic ministry. What was it like when you first got in? Well, you know, back in those days, in the early days, um, I had this idea in 1995 of doing concerts in churches because I could see people were bored. Well, basically, I was bored, I think, mm -hmm. you know, but and, and what was happening, I noticed is that if I wasn't playing at mass, I wasn't going. And I started to see that um, something was missing. I, you know, you know, we were going through these motions and all this kind of stuff, but not once did I ever think why were we going through these motions and what they mean and what they are to signify. Nobody ever said that. The only thing that was told us growing up was go to mass or go to hell. Those were the only two options that we had growing up, right? And so, uh, you know, you, you go through these motions and you something draws you in. You know, there, there's something, but you can't put your finger on it. You don't really know what it is, but you keep coming and you keep going and, 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 and there's something. That was in the early days. And so then the writing style in, in my early days was more individualized because um, uh, I, I didn't quite understand the actual big communal aspect of liturgical music per se. Because, you know, I could see what was happening in the uh, non-denominational world and in, and in Christian music. And I'm like, well, why can't that fit inside this umbrella as well? And so you try to make it work and you think you know everything. And then you realize you don't know anything as you continue on a journey. Yeah, you know? because, I mean, 1995, you're already going on, you know, more than 25 years involved in, in this particular area of ministry, right? Committing yourself. Um, and I know you've gotten involved in some things outside of the church, too. We feel yeah. free to talk about that, too, uh, because you're using those talents, not just, you know, inside the walls of our church, but outside, too. Yeah. What's that been like? Well, that, that's always been a, a, um, something I've always wanted to pursue is uh, uh, writing like country songs, writing musicals, doing uh, other kinds of things. And so but I, I kind of got stuck doing um, not stuck, but it, it was providing, I was, it was what I was doing full time to provide for my family. So now I have the opportunity to, um, write country songs, write songs for, um, I'm working with this company called Real Music Works that puts songs with movies. So, you know, the, doing the songwriting thing, uh, has always been a love of mine. And, um, so that's what I've been able to concentrate more. Uh, I wrote a country song the other day called Thank God for Wine, you know, <laughs> so I can smile when I don't want to, you know what I mean? Th those kind of fun things, but also all that music, it seems to tie in my faith some way, shape or form. I was just going to say, yeah, because if you think about it, just say you get, you have fans that are, you know, from the secular world, they get to know some of your music, right? That's more faith-based. It's yeah. a way of missioning, you know, being a missionary to them. Yeah. So I just think that's really beautiful how that's all worked out in your life. You know what I, I've seen also, I've seen is that there is uh, God's work is, is happening in so many people, you know, per, you know, perhaps because I'm an artist and all that kind of thing, you can see that thing. But I see it in, in so many thousands of people 
that uh, of, of God working through individuals. I, I was at the Grand Old Opry a couple months ago, and um, my friend Clay Walker was there, but Trisha Yearwood was there as well, and she was debuting a new song called Dare You to Love that she was debuting for 9-11. And there's 5,000 people in this arena, and she looks at all these people, and she says, you know, we're all divided. There's so much hurt. People are suffering everywhere. She said, I just dare each and every one of us to love. And I thought to myself, in 30 seconds, this woman evangelized 5,000 people with that, you know, in, in that secular world, you know. So that's one of the things that I'm also seeing is that our mission is in the streets. Our mission is to go out, do best we can, you know, in, this, in the world to present these messages of love and peace. And so that's the venture that I'm uh, pushing myself into. You are, you are. And I'm real grateful that you're on this show. Uh, in fact, that you were on, as I said, the podcast. And I got some comments back from some, some of your fans, actually. They reached out to us and said, you know, oh, that's so great that you had John on your show. So to have you here on Journeys in Faith is really a blessing. Um, we do have to take a real short break. So stay with us in just a few minutes. John will be back with he here with us on Fiat Ministry Network. See you in a few. Today, many students go to college with numerous questions about their faith, yearning to know if the seed planted in them as a child is both true and practical. Using the miracle on the road to Emmaus as a model, young adult ministers conversed weekly for three months with college students about the most pressing questions they had about the Catholic faith. As they journeyed together virtually, something amazing happened. Doubts disappeared, fears faded, and Jesus revealed that he is still alive. Hearts Burning Within Us, the latest book from Patchwork Heart Ministry, is a result of that grace-infused conversation. It is the perfect back-to-school gift for recent high school graduates and current college students. Get your copy for them today at patchworkheart.org or by calling 424-704-3278. That's 424-704-3278. John Angotti, singer and songwriter. And so... I just want to invite all of you who are watching, just check out his website, learn more about him at johnandgotti.com. He's on YouTube. Um, so John, I wondered if you could just share with us, what has, been, what has it been like with you meeting all, all these people, people who are really touched by your music and maybe brought into deeper faith? I'm sure that's been a great experience for you. It has because, uh, you know, I, I'm, we're, we're, all, we're all the same, right? And so... I, my, my faith journey sometimes is, is filled with asking why and where's God in the middle of it. And then, you know, sometimes you have to go out and do a concert when you don't want to. And then all of a sudden you meet somebody who is moved by it and it's changed their life. And all of a sudden then your, your fire's reignited because you're hearing so many stories from other people of how their faith matters. And um, uh, just the other day, this uh, we were on a Christmas tour, and this woman comes to me in Indiana and hands me this rosary, this red rosary that's in the other room, and um, that she used because uh, her husband was dying, 
and and she was watching this concert of mine online and it moved her and the last thing they did was say the rosary together and so she felt compelled to give because it brought her healing that she compelled to give me the rosary you know well that that just speaks volumes to me as as something that's very holy and uh, those are blessings that you know i get to see and i think um i hope that it makes that i see uh through through the eyes of empathy you know because you get to hear i hear so many people's struggles and what they're dealing with with whether it's sickness or relationships or whatever it is you know and i really hold dear that folks feel uh comfortable enough to tell me their their trials because um, you know, I, I want to pray with them. I want to see how I can help them. And in some way, shape or form, you know, the music that God works through me as a vessel to reach that person so that they'll know that they can get through it. And yeah, beautiful. Yeah. yeah so that's, uh, um, you know, we, we go out and we charge to do these things and, and, and I wish I could give it all away for free because, um, it, it's just something that I, I think we're all called to do in this healing process of the world, you know? So really perhaps if I had to uh, say what I do, it, it's almost like a healing ministry in some ways. Yeah. Music is very healing and um, messages of hope, which are your messages, including all those gifts of our faith. And I think you said on our podcast that we need to incorporate love in all that we do because Sometimes within our religion, we can get a little bit, you know, checkbox, right? You know, went to mass, went to confession, uh, yeah. gave enough to the church this week, whatever it is. And I think what you said on that podcast was that we need to bring that love and mercy into what we do and the way we treat people, right? Absolutely. That's a big part. That's a big part of what it means to be really living our faith is that we care about those interactions. We care yeah. about treating people with kindness, with dignity, with respect, everywhere we go right yeah. and that we don't have two faces either right we, we can't be one way in church or in one setting and then a different way when we go someplace else right i mean yeah sometimes we're not aware of that that's called that uh you know we had the talk in church full active and conscious participation is what's required right mm -hmm. we can't have that at mass until you have full active and conscious participation in life right and so you bring that story into mass but we're not always awake and aware so thank God for confession, because that's what, you know, you can get a yeah. chance to restart over. That's the beauty of the sacraments, you know. That's right. I, I was just thinking, too, what you were saying about your mom and the impact that she had on your faith when you, at times, didn't want to go to Mass or whatever. Um, that must have been a gift to you growing up, wasn't it? I mean. It, it was a huge gift. Be, I, my brothers and sisters and I were all adopted from different families. And um, I know my birth family. I know my birth mother and um she and my and my birth father and none of them have any musical skill but each one of my brothers and sisters have a musical talent that's different all because my adopted mother you know so god worked in taking this child out of was in an orphanage and you know in a hospital and bring it to this italian family and so mm -hmm. she was such an impact on on our lives uh music and faith that i know i wouldn't be uh, doing what i'm doing today if it wasn't for her and my father, who was very supportive of all of that, you know, so that is wonderful. I mean, it's just good news, and you know how God worked, and you even got to know your, as you said, your birth mother and your birth father too. That's yes. something you didn't share on the podcast. So you know, with every show you do, you learn a little bit more. 
Yeah. And, uh, so that that's a real blessing. Hey, what's it like for you too when you're in the process, um, when the Holy Spirit is at work in you and you're writing songs? I mean, I just think that's an amazing thing that people who are able to do that, uh, and especially their songs that try to inspire, whether they're Catholic songs or even just you know regular or secular songs that have that sort of hint of faith or, or of God, so that it draws people in. Yeah. Um, you know, it's. Um... It's a creative process that happens for me as soon as I see a text. It's like usually the, the or or the idea of um, like a thesis statement. So that's usually what happens when, when I'm working on a song is I want to write down in one sentence what am I trying to say, and uh, if it's an inspirational song or something of that nature. If it's a psalm, those things sing themselves. Um, you know, when, when, when I see a psalm and you see a refrain pop out at you, you know, to me, the way it, the way I speak, it creates the melody for me. Mm. And, um, so, and it also, the other thing is it also depends on the mood I'm in. So if I'm in a bad mood, writing something, you're probably going to get it in a minor key. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, um, the person that introduced me to you was happened to be a relative is my husband's cousin thanking her. For the introduction um she used um you know she compared you to kind of like a catholic billy joel do you, do you get that sometimes do people ever say that well you know i was playing at church but i was also playing in the piano bars at the same time so oh, okay. I, yeah i finished in my younger years i'd finish at two or three in the morning and have to get up and do eight o'clock mass so th yeah. those were the days but yes i always get that the billy joe elton john thing and a lot oh, of times elton john too. okay yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll do a in the concert sometimes i'll do, do a taste test a little bit of one a little bit of the other you know just for fun oh wow yeah, yeah I, could do a whole night. I could do a whole night of billy joe elton john i got i got it all oh wow amazing <laughs> now i want to put that out there people who are watching you know we get people from all over um you know, you might want to consider having John come out to your church community or your organization. So de definitely reach out at johnangadi.com. Reach out and book it, learn about him. And, you know, your church community will be blessed to have him come out. I'm sure you've done a lot of those too, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this summer, what was unique after COVID was uh, these online concerts I would do was be a mix of, of secular and sacred together. And then uh, in the summertime, we did all these outdoor concerts, and that's what people wanted. They wanted a mix of the sacred and the secular. And uh, so, you, you know, you go from singing a praise song, giving thanks to uh, Piano Man. So, Yeah, that, that's unique. You know, you don't hear that too often. So I, I like that whole aspect of um, just the way that you present yourself and the, the variety. It's, it's just great to have that variety. Um, you know, we're, here we are. We're in January of 2022. I didn't know if you wanted to share with us, is there anything going on this year that you'd like to let our audience know about? Well, I'm working on this project, a um, uh, new project called uh, Songs from the Tub, which is uh, a bunch of lyrics that I was received from uh, this guy that I met his, from his father-in-law who passed away like 25 years ago. He's got all these lyrics. So th that's going to be kind of on the secular side. The sacred side, I'm... Uh, working on some new liturgical stuff, but I'm also going to be uh, on my own site. I'm going to try, uh, develop um, to present songs to people they can buy directly from me. Um, therefore, it's not, you know, the publishers can't publish everything that you have. 
So, but I have a lot of different materials. So if folks would be able to have access to that as well. So it's kind of different things for trying to look at to create some new things, COVID and, and, you know, it's never going to go back to the way it was. I can tell you that. No. So, yeah. So now we have to develop and, and think outside the box of, of, you know, how, how can we get the, the material to the people? Yeah. yeah. And if you think about it, some people may look at that as a negative, like what we went through and that every, a lot of things are really online a lot more, but I do think there's a lot of benefits there too. And let's face it, I think we've all become educated in Zoom. And I mean, here you and I are on Zoom. We, you know, otherwise before we might not have had an opportunity like this, you know, you, you in Nashville, me in the Philadelphia area to do something like this. So yeah. um, I'm just grateful for that. How else can people support you? I know that, you know, your music is online. Where's the best place that they can download your music? Uh, any of the, anything like Apple Music or Amazon or any of those, there's, I mean, it's, I even have a Pandora station, Spotify, any of those things. The songs are, are there as well. My The publisher that has a lot of the recordings is um, WLPmusic.com, which is now part of GIA Music as well. And uh, so there, there was a merger, so I know they're dealing with some merger issues, but all the material was there as well. Um, or they could just contact me. And, um, you know, that's always fun as well. Yeah, so. awesome. Thank you so much. You know, uh, I'm, I know that the people that are watching this now because they, you know, they came to me after the podcast. I know that they're loving this. So thank you so much for being a guest here uh, on Journeys in Faith. Did you have any final words or anything else you want to share? Uh, you know, I think I'm going to send you a video of. Um, yes, that'd be awesome. Yeah, this is because we were talking about the adoption stuff. And I wrote uh, this uh, song with these two women from Philadelphia. Two dear ladies um, who have adopted children, and I'm an adopted child. So we, they had written this text, and I took the text and reworded it and put it into a song called Let Me Live. So they have a program uh, that they were running called Adoption is the Loving Option. And this is the video that uh, came from that, that song. Right there in Philadelphia. Awesome. It was filmed in Philadelphia. Awesome. I'm sure that our producer can put that at the end of the show as we're pre-recording it right now. So thank you again. I'd love to have you back again on okay. one of our shows. So sure. anytime. God bless you, John. Thank you for joining us. Thanks so much. God bless. Everyone will see you here next week on Fiat Ministry Network on Journeys in Faith. This is Anda Santos. God bless. come to know I know you're scared and thinking just to let me go I wish you could see I wish you would dream and imagine who I could be let me live so I can dance let me Give me a chance I hear you cry And feel your pain But please think of me Let me leave 
Journeys of Faith is a production of Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Ministry. 
For more information about Journeys of Faith, email info at fiatministrynetwork.tv. And be sure to friend, follow, and like us on social media. Just search Journeys in Faith with Ann DeSantis.